So the, the liturgy of these Easter vigils, incredibly rich, so many parts to it. I want to focus on just one thing, um, the image we have on our new Paschal candle. So somebody in the parish has uh, hand-painted this this year. It's very beautiful. What's on that image in particular is an image of the guards at the tomb. Um, come and look at it at the end of the Mass, but you can see that as Jesus is bursting forth from the tomb, uh, the guards are there, as the Gospels describe them, trembling. Uh, the guards who were asleep um, are then surprised as Jesus bursts forth. Now, I want to focus on that as an image of how we can respond to the resurrection. We can be like those guards who are asleep as it's all happening. And it takes us by surprise or maybe even passes us by. Or we can be attentive and alert and ready to welcome the Lord when he comes. Now what happened that first Easter night was the most dramatic event that has happened since the creation of the world. So there are many dramatic events that the Bible records having happened since the creation of the world, that our liturgy of readings took us through, in a sense, just some of the highlights of that. There's the fall of our first parents into sin. There's the ten plagues that were inflicted on the Egyptians because they refused to let the chosen people go. There was the passing of the Red Sea, as we heard in our third reading. And then, moving along, the long-awaited Messiah comes, the Incarnation. God comes down, taking human flesh. And what happens when he comes? Well, as we recalled just yesterday, Good Friday, the drama of Satan's apparent victory, Satan's victory over God-made flesh when he was crucified, when he died. And it seemed then that the drama was over. The evil had won as God lay dead in a tomb. But when the Lord burst forth from that tomb, he showed that he'd not been defeated. And in fact, he'd been busy. That while the guards were sleeping outside his tomb, he, Scripture tells us, had gone down to the souls in the underworld and preached to them. The souls, those who had died, who were waiting for him, waiting for him to open the gates of paradise. He went to them. He had been active while the guards were asleep. And when he burst forth, it was the victory of light over darkness. And that's what we manifest in the first part of our liturgy tonight, with the Easter fire and the Easter candle. That even in the midst of what appears the victory of darkness, light has triumphed.
that light, as we heard in our first reading, was created at the beginning of the world. And light has been manifested as victorious over the darkness in the resurrection of the Lord. And the choice for us now is how we're going to respond to that. The choice as it is for every generation. Whether we're going to allow ourselves to sleep through it. Or whether we'll let it lead us to something more. Now, to focus on just one of our readings that we had from the prophet Barak that speaks in particular about light. It refers to the light of the eyes. It refers to him who sends the light. And it invites us to seize that light, that we might walk in its radiance to the light. And what is this radiance the prophet Barak is talking about? Well, it's the wisdom, it's the commands, it's the law of the Lord. And in the context of the New Testament, who is that? Who is the wisdom? Who is the word of God? It's the Lord Jesus. Come among us. The word, the wisdom, the law. He is the one who is the light. And we will but follow him. Scripture says he will lead us from light to light, from glory to glory. So to come back to where I began, the sleeping guards. Well, we can be like them and sleep through reality. Or we can be awake to it and let it lead us to the fullness he offers. That he is the light of the world. He's proven he is such by his resurrection. And if we turn to him in his resurrection power, then he will lead us as he has led others before us from glory unto glory.